0: Everyone, and welcome to the second episode ever of the Finding Emo podcast. Uh, I am your host, Adam Smith, and here with me I have uh, our wonderful co hosts, Sally Black Lipstick McMullen
1: Good morning.
0: And Allie Dark Moody Poetry. Coster,
2: Thank you. But I would like to request a name change to Ali's self-titled titled debut, <laughs> uh,
3: Just in, in memory. I promise uh,
2: I'll be funnier this week, guys, I and also maybe a little bit more switched on.
0: I, I, I like Ali's self-titled debut, Coster, And the self-titled debut is called Houses of the Holy. Um, I don't know why I keep picking Led Zeppelin albums for that. Uh, and our illustrious producer, uh, Brody... Black fingernail polish. Red frog. Yeah, you got uh, him, Adam. You got him I, real good. Well, I was going to say something, and then I was like, no, that's entirely inappropriate. So <laughs> I stayed away from it.
4: Hey, thanks for having me this week. I'm actually mic'd up this time.
0: He's still in a box, though. That, still in right? the It's a, box. Little, better. a, a box little, little of A <laughs> oh, box full
4: of sharp objects. Oh. Yeah, we
0: we're shoving so, food through this, that his that little, little mail I slot.
3: I that
2: they're, they'd be <laughs> around, I heard that right.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so guys... New releases coming up for the next fortnight. As you will remember, this is a fortnightly podcast. ATM, we'll see how we go. We m- maybe we'll move up to the big leagues eventually, and we'll hit weekly. But you know what? We're still we're still in the minors right now. We gotta get the call up. Um, so, coming out on this Friday, the third of November, we've got Anti Flag with American Fall. Uh, I'm sure we'll all be waiting with bated breath for Cannibal Corpse, Red Before Black.
1: Amazing. Um, Perfect dinner music. Yeah.
0: And those those paragons of emo music, Maroon 5, (laughs) coming out with Red Pill Blues. uh, (laughs) uh, Stereophonics with Scream Above the Sounds. And uh, the following week, the 10th of November, Friday, the 10th of November, once again, Perhaps the the queen of emo herself, Taylor Swift, with <laughs> Reputation. Now, you guys, uh, have you had a listen to any of the tracks off uh, Tay Tay's new album?
2: We were listening to mm. it uh, in the back of a meeting, um, and we were just commenting about how it's a little beige. And I'm yeah. like, I'm 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 very for Taylor. I think Red's an excellent album, um, pinnacle of emo music. Um, so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just not expecting much. I think a she's bit of a bit down so far. Yeah, right? I think yeah. she's a bit irrelevant. To yeah, me too.
1: Wow,
0: yeah, she's like 29 now, so she's completely irrelevant. It's not <laughs> even
1: about. It's not even an age thing. It's just her That's and her whole an revenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah it see. does.
0: It does. At some point, people are just going to stop like going out with her or being her friend, and she'll right. have nothing to write songs about anymore. It's like, you realize you're the common denominator in this situation, right, Taylor?
2: (laughs) The only rivalry I really cared about was Brand New vs. Taking Back Sunday.
1: And I think we should keep it that way. We're definitely going to have a rivalry. That is one of the storied
0: rivalries. Well, really Taking Back Sunday versus Everyone. Yeah, true. Mm. Um, Now, uh, we referred to last week uh, that uh, actual emo kind of uh, forefathers, Weezer, were coming out with a new album, Pacific Daydream. Cool. I gave I gave it a listen this morning like a moron and I got about a song and a half in before I was like, This is some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> And uh and switched over to something else. So Wow, I uh, didn't even make it the whole way. No, thank you for dashing my dreams yet again, Weezer.
1: You you knew you had this coming.
0: I know. I just set myself up for, for disappointment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, so basically, if you've listened to any Weezer album for about the last 20 years, you've heard this one. It's just <laughs> Rivers Cuomo singing ridiculous, stupid party music. So thanks. Thanks, Weezer.
1: <laughs> thanks, Bob. Adam cries into the microphone. <laughs>
0: but I'll tell you what, it made me so depressed that I listened to a bunch of emo. So <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was pretty good preparation.
1: The circle of life continues. That's right. It's beautiful.
0: All right, so let's dive into some music news.
1: So, as we also spoke about in the last podcast in our new releases, The Used has their no eye rolls, Ali. Oh, my God. Okay, The Used' new album, The Canyon, came out on Friday. And I know we were speculating talking about Twisted Sister, The Darkness a little mm-hmm. bit, which was totally off. If you haven't listened to it yet, don't <laughs> expect that. Yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> o- o- over and over again, definitely had, in my opinion, a bit of a The Darkness twinge but yeah don't expect that coming forward so it's actually a pretty massive album i don't know i'm i assume neither of you have listened to it no, no. no. well but i've been listening to it on repeat
0: okay no so problem. you're a fan you you think it's yeah
1: but i think i'm a biased fan i think sally so would have been a fan anyway pretty like much. She, she'd mm. like Weezer's new stuff no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if yeah if if the used were if Weezer was her the used, pretty much yeah she would like Pacific Daydream yeah
1: I think that if you're like Ali and you haven't listened to the used since In Love and Death you're gonna be like who the hell is this but mm. I think if you just listen to it as its own album you might you might enjoy it you could also
2: not listen to it and also enjoy <laughs> that wow. which I would be wrong yeah you know, <laughs>
1: No, it's beautiful. I think it's it's definitely less screamo, as it were, as you might expect if you were listening to the first two albums. Um, but, yeah, I think it really showcases some of Bert's beautiful vocal range in a way that we haven't seen before. And their last album was very political. It was very, like, fuck the man, the revolution, you. But now, like, this <laughs> album's... um much more personal which i actually prefer
0: which is great because the you know as we all know right now there's nothing to talk about politically <laughs> like i mean if there's a time for political activism this certainly isn't it because what what in the world everything in the world is perfect we live in a utopia yeah. in a modern social uh, socialist democracy utopia so why talk about politics that's at why all? we need the we've sorted out Fuck all this. the problems i don't want to talk
1: about politics in emo music anymore like yeah i could just put yeah, revolution on repeat. If I want to do that, but yeah, because
0: no. it's more important to talk about that girl you broke up with and like pretty much and like I'm, I'm I'm and stuff yeah. like that, which is what yeah, that's, exactly that's
1: what
2: this exactly. album's about. Hmm. Yeah. Um, my news very sad. I, I'm crying as we speak. Um, brand new are officially dead in fourteen oh months. Oh
0: my goodness! Wait, fourteen months? They put a uh, time on it.
2: Well, okay. So it's been speculated for a while, and by... Speculated. I mean, it's been pretty much confirmed for a while because they printed off a bunch of T-shirts that said brand new two th- year 2000 to 2018. Like, they're mm. dead by them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they confirmed at a show the other day that they're going to be banned for about 14 more months and then they're cooked.
3: That's which I'm, interesting.
2: Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm very sad. I don't think it means another album. Um, but maybe some live shows, right? So maybe a farewell tour. Yeah, yeah, which I'm I'm hoping yeah. for. Um, so
0: then they can do the reunion tour in five years. Oh, I'd be <laughs> like totally everyone. okay
2: with it. CC Alexis on Fire. <laughs> um, I was gonna say yeah. that Alexis on Fire can do yeah. it. They can do it. But I think Science Fiction is a really
1: nice album to end on. Right. I commend I it, them for finishing on a high note. I think it's they're the not best. They're not can, gonna beat, yeah.
0: See, can can I make a prediction with like albums to go out on? That's that's an interesting thing to talk about. Is like what album should people go out on? Okay, so. Uh, Full disclosure, this is an emo podcast. I know that, you know, we're all big fans of emo music. We have our favorite emo bands. My favorite band, though, is Radiohead, right? And my prediction is that A Moonshaped Pool will be their last album, the one that they just put out last year, and that if it's not, it should be, Mm. because it's probably the perfect album to cap off a career. So... Would you say that with with science fiction is it the perfect album to cap off a career?
2: I think it's the perfect blend of all of their albums, to be honest, because I didn't think anything could beat devil and God mm-hmm. um mm. and I loved Daisy because I thought it was just like so raw and like tore shit apart, mm-hmm. and I loved that, but then it's also just got like the sassiness of your favorite weapon. And I think it just like blends perfectly. Um, I'd be, yeah, I'd be totally happy with them finishing on that. Wow. I think it's their best. So
0: you, you, you reckon it's their best of their career? I think so. Wow. And wow.
2: that's as someone who ranks Devil and God in my top five albums that's, the time. That's,
0: that's interesting. Cause uh, like a lot of times I think the perfect album to go out on isn't necessarily the best of your career, but it's, it, it holds its own with the best of your career and it's a great summation of your career, you well, know, cause... I mean, look, I know this is the really obvious answer, but OK Computer, obviously, is the best of Radiohead's career. But Moon Shaped Pool is right up there, and it's a great album to kind of bid farewell.
2: I think In Rainbows is better, but...
0: <sighs> I mean, um, look, Anyway, no, that's just my you're, job, you're, to just argue with people in the podcast, no, to just have looks. Ob- objectively, you're wrong, because objectively, <laughs> OK Computer is the greatest album made by humans. <laughs> but... I, I can still respect your opinion. Wrong, though, it may be.
2: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent rebuttal, Allie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you certainly showed me with that well-timed thank you It cut to the core.
2: I, I think it's hard for a final album to be a like, personal favourite, though, because I think with Devil and God, for example, and like all old brand-new albums, you have such a connection yeah, to time. Right, and to right. memories. And so when a new album comes out, it's... You don't have that connection yet, but I think in time you will. So in a That's year, very true. It, it might be, you know.
4: Is it but not possibly the other way as well, that you're like still riding the high from this latest album and down the road it could... I feel like be- I've listened to it too ah, much to still
2: be like riding a high. Hmm. But Brody. Get back in your box.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Brody
0: says his one thing per episode and is quickly shut down with a well-timed thank you. (laughs) Ooh man. Mic drop.
2: We respect all opinions here except Brody's. Ouch. I came in
4: expecting that.
0: Okay, so uh, news-wise, uh, I already talked about Weezer and what a, a crushing disappointment uh, Pacific Daydream was. Well, it turns out that uh, their their much anticipated black album that people were expecting to come out instead of this, uh, Rivers Cuomo has uh, confirmed that it will come out next year. Basically, he said so. Uh, people were expecting kind of a, a darker tinge black album to complement uh, last year's white album, which actually you know, had a fair bit of critical acclaim. I mean, it's okay. Um, but people have been expecting that they'd kind of go a bit more back to the the emo roots uh, with this black album. But uh, Rivers said basically that as they were kind of putting together songs for the black album, that the songs for Pacific Daydream just kind of filled up first because I guess he just had a lot of horse shit to get out of his system before he could start writing decent things. <laughs> uh, so uh, he says that the Black Album is almost done. Hopefully it comes out in May. Uh, oh, my he God, says,
2: that's so
3: Yeah,
0: he says, but this one got finished first, and it's good. Um, we might disagree there, Rivers. So we brought it out. Thanks. Um, <laughs> he what says, a gift uh, to the music world. Yeah, he says, I like putting out music, and I don't like waiting around. Well, maybe you should. Just just hold
2: on. Think for a moment. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like
0: cake, but I wait until it's done baking, (laughs) you know, like, uh, rather than just spooning warm cake batter into my mouth. (laughs) But that sounds delicious. No, that sounds great, too. But, you know, maybe if you just wait just a few more minutes, the cake will be done. (laughs) Uh, So this particular cake could potentially be done in May of next year. And perhaps... I'm letting myself get excited. Once again, perhaps uh, this could be the stunning return to form we've been awaiting.
1: <laughs> the five stages of Weezer. That's right. I'm y- in
0: denial right now. So
2: I think my new favorite thing is just tearing Weezer apart on a podcast. And I didn't think it would be my favorite thing because <laughs> yeah. I love them
0: so much. <laughs> but it's so easy it's to do. So easy. Honestly, it's, like it's, so easy. <laughs> it's
2: just so easy. It's like bullying Sally. Yeah, it's just something you love <laughs> to hate. That's, yeah, that's what all the kids in school
0: said. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why she's on this podcast now. <laughs>
2: bullying uh. it's not
0: cool <laughs> but it does make for a great podcast <laughs> it material does. so you hear Hot that content. bullies you hear that bullies keep it up you're doing good work you've got a future <laughs> that's right <laughs> you're doing a public service you're making dark moody 20 somethings who will uh, one day have some great thoughts on uh, emo music <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all worth it debatable so well, there you go. That's uh, that's the uh, news for this week. So uh, up next, our conversation of the week. Okay, so um, we thought, first of all, that uh, this being our second podcast, what better thing to talk about than firsts? Uh, <laughs>
1: born to yeah. run around like and subscribe guys we, we, we <laughs> didn't
0: think this through <laughs> as with most things uh but yeah look we all we've talked about on uh the podcast how basically this podcast it's really about nostalgia when you think about it because you know we we know that uh a lot of these bands aren't so cool anymore and uh also the uh the the genre itself is maybe not the not the hottest, but we've got uh, a lot of nostalgia for it. So that's really what it's all about. So we wanted to (coughs) kind of mine that nostalgia and talk about some of our own historic firsts and give you a chance to think about yours. Um, So I guess the big thing is what was the uh, guys what was the first emo band I guess that you really kind of fell in love with? I mean, I, I hope it's not the incredibly obvious answer for all of us.
1: Oh, yours is truly totally used, defin- isn't? It? Mine definitely is. Oh, God! It's you're the worst. Fuck you guys! I feel like I'm one of the last people on this earth who is like loud and proud. The Used of My Chemical Romance are my favorite bands. Fuck like everybody who says that is it isn't cool. They're the best. You do swear a lot, don't you? I'm just <laughs> <guessing>. <laughs> only when I get passionate about the Used of My Chem, basically. Um, but yeah, I would have to say it was the used because of my brother and sister, I listened to them heavily. Um, and then, yeah, it was just introduced to them from my big bro. And then, yeah, just went on to My Chemical Romance basically. And then that just opened up, opened up the floodgates. So same, same, same. Favourites then, favourites now. Really, I have not evolved and I'm fine with that.
0: So, Ali, please tell me that yours wasn't brand new so that this isn't it increpid, wasn't. Okay, good, good, good. Just, so
2: it, like, just to kind of like mix up what we're talking about, because at the moment it's just like the used and brand new show. Yeah. Yeah, pretty mean, much. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, let's talk. <laughs> um, no, mine was actually Jimmy Eat World.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to hear yeah. that. I'm so happy yeah. to hear that. Still one of my ultimate faves.
2: Yeah, we, um, my older siblings had Blade American and we had an Xbox at the time. And so basically we had, like, three CDs in our house. Um, I think another one was, like, Basement Jacks for some reason. Um, (laughs) And we would um, upload it onto the Xbox and then just play whatever games we were doing with the soundtrack in the background. So I have really fond memories of playing Legends of Wrestling with uh, Blade American going on in the background. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So mine, uh, definitely Get Up Kids. uh, Big time. Um, Guilt Show and uh, something to write home about both like really really big albums for me and i think that kind of drew me into the genre so and get up kids still one of my favorite bands
3: i didn't
2: even realize um jimmy world were classified as Am- like would you categorize them as a hundred percent
0: well that's yeah. the i, nev- particularly, I never really particularly well, them. no particularly if you listen to uh clarity yeah you know like mm-hmm. starting with bleed american definitely they got more rock ish but if you go back and listen to Clarity, like, that is a 100% an emo album.
3: Good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there
1: were bands that I was listening to before the used a My Chem that could potentially cross over into emo, or at least are bands that emo people like, e.g. Blink. Mm-hmm. Um, like, was listening to them, again, from my older brother when I was, like, in kindergarten, much to my mom's dismay. Um marilyn manson was like my favorite (laughs) artist when i was three but again like like not necessarily emo but definitely music that emo people Mm, listen mm. to yeah
0: well i guess you know to be fair probably uh, in that case probably weezer you know because i mean blue album came out when i was 14 15 years old so uh yeah gave that gave that quite a spin (laughs) back in the day um so yeah i guess if, if we're going back that far uh what about first uh first emo live show
1: hmm. well i went to a bunch of emo live shows down in the gong in wollongong but i don't know if i would necessarily classify them as my first real emo show but i when i was like 11 and 12 i'd go to like parkway drive which again you know not emo but it w- the crowd was full of emos.
0: we're really nailing the brief with that <laughs> <this, right? laughs> Like, everything we talk about, like, this isn't really emo. Yeah, but. but
1: look, I feel like there's definitely grey areas here. I feel like we
2: should have had our categories of emo podcast first yeah, in hindsight. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so
0: it's not really emo, but run DMC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but We tang We take. Yeah. And Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, but yeah, so probably some of the earlier ones were, yeah, like, at, at the time, smaller bands like Parkway, but my real mecca... First emo show ever was My Chemical Romance, and oh, it was wow. of the two things the, that Sally talks about. Literally, but it was literally to this day like the best day of my life. Also a throwback to an old My Chem song. Oh wow! <sighs> but um, yeah, I wanted to go see them when they supported Green Day when I was like in year seven or something, and my mom wouldn't let me. <coughs> And in that same year, Taste of Chaos did its like <laughs> one of its final rounds and my mum also wouldn't let me go to that. So when she found out that my cam were touring because I'd given her so much grief that whole year being like, you're ruining my life.
0: <laughs> sounds pretty emo. Pretty
1: much. Sounds like my normal day-to-day conversations with my mum still. Um, <laughs> no, bless her. Uh, but yeah, so my cam, literally my mum drove me and my sister and a bunch of our emo friends up. And, oh, my God, it was the best, the best ever. (sighs) Was in the front row the whole time crying. You sound
0: really cool.
2: I definitely (laughs) would have been friends with you. But it was was amazing. All right. All right.
0: Cool. Cool, gal. (laughs) What was your first?
2: Uh, Well, my first ever show. I mean, if we're going out of the emo sphere, just for one moment, (laughs) just because I feel like you guys can laugh at me and I can take down this coolness that I've got. It was you, too.
0: Okay, yeah, that sucks.
2: Anyway, yeah. Um, But I think my first shows were... I grew up in the Hills District and we had a surprisingly large hardcore scene over there. So we Ah. had a place called The Den Mm -hmm. and Moon Pies and Misfits, which was uh, an emo hardcore shop. And they used to put on um, all these local um, hardcore shows there all the time. And it was just a cool thing to do and it was a really nice thing. Um, But I think my first actual um show was probably Soundwave, um where i went primarily for alexis on fire and the matches um the matches oh know, my god i totally forgot they right, existed but oh, they, they they stand up they so were, they stand pretty, up very they were well. pretty awesome um and i had no one to go with um because i had no friends that liked to say music as me um and my brother wouldn't let me hang out with him there so <laughs> i went by myself the entire day as a, like a 15 year old um which was yeah it was very nice it was Standing by myself, Lexus on fire, and I was the best." Once it's again,
0: very emo. Yeah. very yeah, emo.
2: hanging out with all my friends. Um,
0: <laughs> my first one, I uh, once again, if we're, I feel like this is at least in the wheelhouse of emo. Uh, was probably Pedro the Lion. Uh, that's probably like 2002 or mm-hmm. something, and it, if Dave Bazan is about as emo as you get, uh, <laughs> without necessarily being emo. He's uh, I mean, you know, in the way Elliot Smith is emo, um, and uh, so yeah, Pedro the Lion. Uh, but then I went uh, the next year to the Nintendo Fusion Tour, oh where God. I was a decade older than anyone else, uh, and I went because I went to see Amberland, um, but uh, a little band was opening for uh, I think the I, th- I want to say that the headliner was Story of the Year. Can we oh take my guesses? God. Um, so this, uh, this wee little band who was opening was My Chemical Romance. Uh, and I remember it was at this venue in Nashville called uh, Rocket Town, right? And Rocket Town was run by a church group, okay? Uh, this very, very famous and incredibly lame Christian recording artist called Michael W. Smith. He opened this venue called Rocket Town so that uh, pe- music fans of all ages would have a place to go that was safe and there's no alcohol and all that stuff. And so I thought, okay, Rocket Town is probably going to be a pretty tame show. And Gerard Way is up there, and he's like, this one's an old song. It's about sucking dick for coke. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's uh, my but, idol, people. <laughs> yeah, but uh, then, yeah, it was at the time they were so kind of like, you know, they hadn't really broken through yet. And he was working his own merch table. So I was like standing out there in the lobby like, oh, that's that dude who was just playing in that band who talked about sucking dick. Um but, yeah, so it was uh, uh, kind of an, a neat time to, to see them. To be before, alive. Before it all blew up for them.
1: Mm. Mm. So, wait, so you said that was, what year was that?
0: Uh, f- might have been 2002 okay, somewhere. Around.
1: yeah, so it would have been right before. It was, three cheers. I, th- I think revenge. that,
0: like, Three Cheers might have just come out. Mm. Like, it might have just come out. But they were still small enough that they were, they uh, the bill was four bands, and they were the first opener. I love that. So it was That's like Chem, so then Amberlin, then Letter Kills, then Story of the Year.
2: I love that Amberlynn were before MyChem. I just I really appreciate them. Mm. Yeah, because well, at the Story time Amberlin was like
0: well. much mm. much more successful. Mm-hmm. Than, yeah. How so. times have changed. Indeed. How oh. big slam on Amberlin? No, <laughs> sorry, th- Steve. Look, they're
1: no Chem. <laughs> oh <laughs> um, man. Anyway, let's move on. More emo firsts. I still have, actually, my first emo band shirt.
0: Are you wearing it right now?
1: No. I got this at the U's show last year. Um, <laughs> still <laughs> December, buying the merch. Still December, buying the merch, people. <laughs> yeah. I bought, like, three shirts and a pin at that <laughs> <laughs> show. So.
0: Just throw them on the pile with the other ones. Pretty
1: much. Um, but my first emo shirt that wasn't a the U shirt that I would steal from my sister that she got at the Taste of Chaos that I wasn't allowed to go to... Was a My Chemical Romance shirt, of course. Of course. That I got for um, not failing a maths test.
0: Just for not failing. Not for Pretty like much. doing well, just for not failing. No, I
1: think I got like 85, which for me was like for maths. That was amazing.
2: Do you have any other band shirts that aren't the used or My Chemical Romance? Yeah, Legitimate question.
1: I have, let's, uh, it would be hard to run through, but I've got brand new Under oath Sensors Fail, Killswitch, wow. a couple, you know, Parkway, of course, oh, if that's... we were talking about them earlier. Oh God, What's um, not. I, I can bring them out. I'll bring them all in one day and we'll just sort Because like
2: of the three weeks that we've been wearing band shirts, two of them have been the used and one has been My
1: Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just just curious. I just have a lot to throw into the rotation. Yeah.
0: I, I only have three band shirts and none of them are emo. So I'm wearing, You're wearing the Pixies I, right now. That's what I'm wearing right now. And subgenre. Then, subgenre, I suppose. Related field. Um, And then Ryan Adams and PJ Harvey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they're all, those are, those are three There's, very good shirts. Yeah,
0: they are. That's why, I mean, that's why I've, I've narrowed it down to three awesome shirts.
2: I've got some real bad ones still. Yeah. I've got like. Bring them in. Yeah. I, I
3: will Bro, oh, i will i've got nowhere in an the whale Birds, you've <laughs>
0: been uh you've been uh suspiciously <laughs> silent through all this first uh first emo band you fell in love with
4: first emo band i fell in love with i'm not to bring up the one something we've already mentioned but the first album that i spent money on was jimmy world Bleed american
0: as well nice, I <laughs> got along. Yeah. nice.
4: um before that i bought the uh Afro single, Because I Got High. Oh, think. my God. <laughs> I asked my nan for that <laughs> for Christmas, and she wouldn't buy it for me. Yeah, I got that. And
1: then she bought me Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal instead. Uh,
4: so. Another tune. Three singles in one <laughs> purchase. Uh, Afro Man, Because I Got High, Smooth Criminal, and um, City High. Do you remember this? Oh man! <gasps> yes.
0: yes! That, well, that's I didn't a great get that line.
1: single, but it was on a So Fresh compilation, yes. that yeah. I also yeah. got that Christmas.
0: That's a great Don't one. Don't you just get like everything for Christmas? Just selling. first yeah, first totally. CDs in general, like first <laughs> <laughs> CDs. I, now, of course, I'm old enough that I my first of anything was vinyl, and then I had <laughs> wow. like so and then I had a lot of tapes. But CDs actually, like, I got a CD player when I was 14. So, first CD, Pearl Jam Versus.
1: Nice. Nice. I feel like you're old enough that you can have good taste when you had your first CD. Mine Me? No, Adam. um, I (laughs) was like, I'm older than (laughs) you. No, I had Spice Girls, which, again, I love. But, you know, maybe other people wouldn't. Yeah, I had the the benefit
0: of not being, like, you know, five, when like, <laughs> I got my first <laughs> CD. Because, yeah. look, my first vinyl was Weird Al, and I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> I'm still proud of it. But, you know, if I were doing it now, it might be different. Mm. I think my saying. first
2: vinyl was Pixies, actually. Wow. I'm sure was too little. was wow. but That but, makes me kind of cool. I'm c- my first you were CD. buying vinyl as yeah,
0: a novelty. Shut up. As a novelty shut- item. Not because it was the only way to listen to music. It, yeah, at the well, time. yeah, right.
2: it, it sounds better when it's pressed on wax, guys. Right, exactly. Whereas, especially me, when it's I'm like, playing it out of my shitty eighty dollar player. Right. Whereas
0: with me, it's like, <laughs> what are these tiny silver records? You know, <laughs> like no, it's like vinyl was pretty much it was that or eight track. So that's what I had. Yeah, you did. Well... <laughs> Uh, getting yeah. real funny on i guess I well the thing is you always swoop in with just the the most the cutting Singer, <laughs>
2: uh, i'm a little intimidated of you adam i'm not gonna lie i'm just like yeah so i'm scared to zing adam <laughs> brody and sally on the other uh, hand they're just so easy just
0: yeah that's right you you want to come after the big dog you yeah. gotta be you gotta be loaded for a
2: podcast
1: number five <laughs> I fucking love this like hatred coming from Ally. This just fuels it's my emo <laughs> soul. Like this is what I feed on. Like you know, in Hocus Pocus when they're like, like sucking like the souls out of the children. Mm. That's mm. me. Like every insult, I'm like, oh yeah, give it to me. And she goes back, back and writes, writes dark poetry. Yeah, <laughs> it is very Halloweeny. It is Halloweeny. All, it yeah. is the eve of All Hallows' Eve. It's uh, appropriate. Yeah.
2: Do you guys? Are you into Halloween?
0: Oh, so into Halloween. Oh, yeah, so no. Baby. I forgot
2: you're American, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course Halloween. I am.
0: It's like one of the biggest holidays <laughs> of the year.
1: Yeah, and then we've got Sally Hughes. It's like, <laughs> I love it. It's like the emo holiday of the year.
0: And why would you not want to dress up all funny and cool Ooh. and just be a character for a day? Because I'm
1: trying to be cool. I'm trying to, like, you know. Look, it's not going to happen. So just <laughs> let it go yeah, and like, embrace like, Halloween.
0: I know. You've come this far. If it was going to happen, it would have happened by now.
1: I think some people think I'm cool. Mm, debatable. Let's <laughs> put on Nightmares Before Christmas and Let's educate Ellie. Yeah, I've never seen it.
0: Oh, that's very sad. Whoa. That's very unfortunate.
2: Is even Brady giving me shade right now? Is yeah. that what's happening? <laughs> <God>. uh, <laughs>
0: I'll take so, my leave. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we had this discussion about how much, you know... We, we like Halloween, which was exactly what we set out to do. Well,
1: you know <laughs> what? I think it's appropriate. It's an emo podcast. If we're not talking yeah, about Halloween. Yeah, I It appropriate. is. It's like the emo Christmas, yeah, isn't it? You. Do you know what? I actually saw one of my friends went to um, like an emo Halloween event uh, uh, in Sydney the other yes oh, A M P M you know the other night and um she and her friend she went as Helena and her friend went as Gerard Way I saw that Did photo you? wasn't oh it the best Who is that? Uh, Helena is my friend B. It's I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm gonna send this to her. So I that have that she my knows friend. She's show famous. you that photo. But yeah, I was living. Like when I was in year seven, I was like, that is going to be my year 10 formal dress. Like, this <laughs> so is my funny. life. And I was so happy to see it. It's amazing. Wow. And yeah, I feel like Halloween is just another day for emos to basically dress up in their normal clothes <laughs> and be accepted. <laughs> it's the,
0: the one time a year that. Like you fit in with everyone.
1: Literally, yeah. I like, did have this a- is
0: that's why they created Halloween is for emo kids. <laughs> that, like you get one day a year to dress like a fucking zombie, okay? <laughs> and it's this day. The rest of the year, just please, could you just forget? god's sakes be normal mm. no mom <laughs>
1: this isn't a phase. i
2: went to a halloween party on the weekend and um my friend was dressed as wednesday adams and then all i got was sick burns on i being like oh look ash is dressed like you i was like <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> that's, <laughs>
3: fucking
0: normies.
2: that's
1: a
3: compliment
0: oh man okay well it was a great discussion that never deviated <laughs> from topic one time uh, but tangent. <laughs> it's time to uh, talk about our, our question from last week. And we did get quite a bit of feedback on this is uh, we talked about uh, we wanted you to tell us bands where the side project was actually better than the original band. And Ali, you have come with a, uh, a, a truckload full of feedback, if it, as it were. You, you, you got your sack of feedback. I
2: did. <laughs> I went to all my music nerds in Sydney. Uh, shout out to FBI Radio, um, please, please sponsor us. Um, and yeah, so I got some some good feedback. John uh, argued that United Nations was better than Thursday.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm. I was just listening to Thursday this morning. Hmm. Were it you listening to
2: happen. United Nations? I was not. Oh, just isn't that interesting, John? <laughs> <laughs> um, so and we he, know where you stand. Yeah, on the issue. yeah well, he was also um, on the camp that Glassjaw is better than ho- head automatic. Harming. Wait, he thinks Glassjaw is better yeah. than head yeah. automatic. Oh. Yeah. So Glassjaw is so not fun. John, you're very lovely, but you have no idea what you're talking about. Um, come on the show one week. Yeah, neither of them are good. Yeah, like yeah. they mm. both
0: suck. But Head Automatic is at least fun to listen to. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam argued that Dashboard Confessional were better than Further it Seems Forever.
0: Ooh.
3: Oh,
2: that's oh, interesting. Man.
0: I don't look. I Lead really your case. no. I like Dashboard a lot, um, but further that I mean the one Chris Garaba album was pretty stellar. I mean it's hard to beat that. Dashboard did <laughs> <laughs> well. Shut me right now.
2: Burn and this is the one that I really liked because this got like hot and heavy in the chat room. The chat room, the the, the MSN, it got really hot and heavy in the MSN chat room. In the, the AOL instant <laughs> messenger. Um, Ryan argued that the postal service is better than Death Cap for. Q. Oh Whoa. no, he did. Yes, but no, he, he got fourteen reacts to it. I like fourteen likes. I think one of them was an angry react. So I don't know if that means that Shit. 13 people support his claim and one person is, is very a, angry at it. Wow. wow. Adam and Dan both just like shot, shot up. Like it was, it was just like flames everywhere. It Did either a,
1: of them explain why? I, I asked would,
2: them. Um, and Ryan just said that he um, asked them to meet them in the back room at FBI studios <laughs> and that he would m- drop them from such great heights oh. was the best rebuttal
0: in Boom. the world. That's beautiful. Boom. Yeah. Mm. Um, Man, that's some interesting stuff there. And some bands that I wouldn't have even thought of, yeah. honestly, mm. like it, it just would have escaped my memory. Mm. Mm. So,
2: And I, I also just want to like put this little bad boy in. Um, I don't know if it counts, but Elliot Smith um, and Heatmiser.
0: Yeah. Well, Elliot Smith definitely better yeah. than Miser. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: which I think, also, because I think we missed out on this last week, it, mm. it, it does a nice little segue into, you know, why we're in this room together and how I realized that Adam was actually cool and nice and like <laughs> someone that I might actually have things in common with. So I was sitting at my desk at work, we all work together, and then Adam was like, hey, check this out. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't exactly, quite that random. Exa- I'm, I don't just <laughs> go
0: accost like random women and show them my <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Was, as goes, a, as a rule, goes, we had already been talking about our musical taste Just to give some context <laughs> for this, I didn't walk up like, uh, "Let me just take something out." Hold on, hold quick. on, Brody,
2: edit that out. This is <laughs> exactly how it went. He goes, "Hey Ali, check this out," and then he pulls up his sleeve, flexes his muscle at me, and <laughs> goes, "Pull up the either not, or not, album work."
0: Not not uh, insubstantial muscle by yeah. the way.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Same tattoo." That's right. So that's, I, I might be paraphrasing a little. I have the same
0: tattoo as Elliot Smith in the same place. It's not like, it's not, that's not like coincidence. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> he saw mine. He must've liked it. So he went and got one himself. He <laughs> just saw no, it on a flash. Exactly. Yeah. shade
1: at like a tattoo convention. Exactly. Like, like oh that. yeah, I'll take that. Not no, that.
0: I I really love Elliot Smith. And so that my, uh, my, my, It was my very first tattoo, and my best friend and I went and got them together. He got his on his back, which I thought was weird because why would you not get it in the same place Elliot Smith had it? Mm -hmm. So sorry, Justin. So why would you get a tattoo
2: on your back? Well, and it was huge. It was
0: enormous too. (laughs) uh, But I got mine. I got mine like OG style, like right where Elliot Smith had his. So there you go. That's Um, how
1: cool Adam is, guys. Yeah. Well, I I got a couple as well for Mm. the. For the side projects. I also have some that I'd like to throw in that are worse. Much worse. Okay. With with no d- no debate. Yeah. Um, but obviously City in Colour, I don't feel like have we Do you
2: agree with that though? City in Colour being better than Alexis on fire? No, but that's what I mean. Oh, like right. that's
1: somebody but threw that threw in. That out there. And I was like, mm. Who who threw that out there? Controversial opinion. Uh actually just one of my pals. Oh. Yeah. So I don't like them. <laughs> no. I'm going to get him to come out here. Yeah, please. Parking lot. Let's yep. do it. Um, another one that was in there was that is definitely much worse, but they're both pretty cringy, um, Falling in Reverse from Escape the Fate. Do you guys oh, know gosh. Ronnie Radke? So when he went to prison <coughs> while he was still in Escape the Fate, they got a new, a new singer and then Craig. And then when he came out, he was like, well, fuck, and started this band called Falling in Reverse. And, oh, my God. Please go listen to it just for the cringe factor. It's amazing.
2: Adam, did you ever listen to Escape the Fate? No. Yeah, I thought that would be very much after his time. I mean, like I think it was on the verge of me coming out of yeah. my shame spiral. <laughs> um, <laughs> like there was one song. It's not good. Are not you good talking stuff. Situations. Yeah. No. Really Woo! irritating.
1: Um, yeah. MySpace. On my definitely my MySpace song that, at one point. Yeah, that's a note from me. Um. Also, Times of Grace couple of members from kill switch engage also like i feel like falling in reverse and escape the fate it's basically like falling in in reverse is a poor man's escape the fate and escape the fate was already pretty watered down like was already a poor
0: man's something else right Mm
1: -hmm. so um yeah jesus whereas times of grace i feel like yeah if you guys haven't listened maybe have a listen to that as well it's it's very different to to kill switch Oh, oh okay great um and then as well of mice and men from attack attack there was a couple of members from Attack and Attack who were in Of My Cement. So, I've
2: heard of Of My Cement.
1: Yeah, well, they're actually really
2: I, popular. Like, so not that, it, that the book. I was gonna <laughs> say, I believe, I believe it was a rather famous book by Yeah, John there was in the band there was like one really
1: tall guy and one really short. <laughs> exactly. guy, Exactly.
0: <right>? Uh, <laughs> something about the rabbit. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs>
1: and uh, but yeah, that's one band who I'd say are like very much more popular than the band that they started mm. with which was hmm. attack attack um another one that is really bad is black audio which is afi oh. that is like their side project um oh my god so it's Davey and jade's side project and it's like electro oh i had to review it um last year for rolling stone and it was like the worst review i've ever given i was like if you like afi don't listen to this wow. please don't do it if you like your hearing intact don't don't listen to this. Literally, yeah. Also, from first to last to Skrillex. That's oh, probably- <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was like, oh god, so that is going probably the no, biggest boy. departure, I think. And like. Again, I definitely prefer, from first to last, she's please, definitely please. What, Skrillex. really? I always walk past wow. her desk yeah. and she's like, Skrillex on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. You guys know that? <laughs> but, um, That's her thing. But, um, yeah, Bangarang. Um, but, yeah, so I would say, obviously, Skrillex is far more. More popular than from first to last, unfortunately, but not in my heart.
0: I think
4: I've got a good one for you. So, mm. what about? Uh, I think it's this podcast mascot by now, Tom Dalange. Dalange. <laughs> <laughs> <De> <laughs> oh, oui, oui. The uh, amazing Angels and Airwaves. <gasps> That's infinitely right. better than Link One Eight <gasps> Two. That's right. and and, and Boxcar
2: Racer. <laughs> oh, and Boxcar Racer yeah, and you Plus can Forty do to, Four. Yes. Yeah, so oh my God. God. So plus
4: Forty Four might have been more emo. Like if we, you know, trying to define emo, plus forty four was pretty fucking. Was depressing. that yeah. when oh, your I heart stopped? So yes.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh.
0: man, Tom Delange is a busy guy. <laughs> he is. He's got a lot going on. What Meetings with his space with aliens, research,
1: space research, yeah. Wow, car racing.
0: <laughs> I, it's it's amazing to me that he finds time to, you know, uh, be such a uh, so prolific musically when he is our foremost astrophysicist.
3: Yeah. <laughs> So. Just uh,
2: let's just repeat last week's show. Yeah. Keep going. Keep
0: going. <laughs> Bring it back. You guys, buster, you guys, you guys, you guys the new series of Cosmos hosted <laughs> by Tom DeLonge right? Yeah. 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 Oh
4: god. Um, Every time he announces a new tour, uh, I panic. Who's looking after the space race <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's like what? What are we gonna
0: do? The, the, the moon could crash into the Earth if he's not there to, you know. Just to keep everything, keep it all going. Keep all all the plates spinning.
2: (laughs) I think we should start a um, Tom DeLonge segment Mm, each week. (laughs) What's 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 Tom Tom up to? What's Tom DeLonge doing this
0: week? Has he been found, uh, like, on the freeway, naked, covered in honey? (laughs) Yelling about aliens.
1: Telling people to take him to the Pentagon. Exactly. Like...
0: (laughs) So just kind of a normal week for him. <laughs> um okay, so look that was uh that was last week's question. This week's question that we want to ask you guys that we'd love to get just as spirited debate on is uh something we referred to earlier, which is uh bands that had an album that if it wasn't their their farewell album, it should have been. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh I brought up Radiohead. I think Moonshaped Pool should be their last album. Uh, i love them i'd I'd love if they made made music for the rest of at least my life um (laughs) but if they had to end on something i'd love it to be that one uh i i also think you know that say i i might be in the minority in that i've actually really really liked jimmy world's past few albums but if they're gonna end on an album futures was probably the one to do it Mm. Right.
2: Yeah. So, how with this question? How far back are we going? Like, oh, you know, oh, are you we can gonna go as Are when we going to say Weezer should have ended on Blue
1: Album? No, they Th- should. I mean, ended like, on not. No, yeah, no, yeah. They, yeah, but, yeah, like, they should have ended on Pinkerton. I think you just say what you feel. Yeah, exactly. What's If it was their self-titled debut, We the Kings, <laughs> the
0: last album. <laughs> <laughs> You just say what's wow. in your heart. Otherwise, uh, like, no wow. no. this is a the safe helicopter. space for you. I'm,
1: I'm not used to being bullied, and I'm kind of liking it. Love <laughs> 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 it. Use MySpace bulletin post. Uh, Coming okay. up.
0: <laughs> okay, so what do you guys reckon? Uh, let's let's for brevity's sake, let's do maybe two each.
1: Uh, Right now? Right now, wow. Well, I can definitely say with much conviction, of course, you guys are going to be so shocked. Go somewhere else. Because this is so true. It's, of course, My Chemical Romance. They should have ended with the Black Parade. Danger Days was actually, like, they'd recorded another album before that, Conventional Weapons, which they were like, this is shit. So they just didn't release it. Then they, like, half assed released Danger Days, and it just... Was, yeah. Like, mm. there are a few songs on there that, again, with, you know, my biased mentality, I can be like, oh, yeah, cool. But for the most part, they should have just ended it there. Like, they literally had a concert called The Black Parade is Dead. And they did, like, a funeral kind of thing for The Black Parade. And they, sh- like, that's a sign. Just end it there, guys. Yeah, yeah. Just end it there. No,
0: good good call.
1: Um, I think Saves the Day should have ended it at um,
2: Stay What You Are. Mm. I mean, like, I liked Under the Boards, but... I mean, that album was just like fresh, Uh, very fresh. I've been given a strong listen recently and um, yes, it's very good. So saves the day, stop doing things and just die. Die, 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 uh, 2001 mathematics. um, 16 years ago, you should have died. Just tour that constantly. Um, Mm.
0: I'd I'd say, get up kids with guilt show and it was their last album they broke up after guilt show
1: so they did it right
0: and then they got back together Mm. so uh but still i think you know and their albums since then have not been bad they really Mm. haven't been they've been pretty decent albums but guilt show to me was the just the perfect album to end on Mm.
1: do you know another band that has done that that we spoke about Um, Earlier was Alexis on Fire, so they obviously broke up, which we no, which we were all very upset about. But then they decided to come back. They'd gotten so many requests to do tours and so much feedback from fans. They're like, "Fuck this! We know we said it was over, but it's not. We still want to do this." And then came back and did a bunch of shows. But they don't have any plans as of yet, really, to release. I don't think they should be making, and I don't think they should. But you know, and that's the thing. It's like they know. People love mm. this. We love this. We don't have the urge to make new music and we're not going to just because it's a you, thing to do. So do, every band, do that.
0: You can't do m- too many of the comebacks though. Otherwise you exhaust people's it, goodwill.
1: It just makes it really awkward when I wear I, my Alexis
2: on Fire farewell mm. uh, to a shirt now because it's just like, oh, we finished, you know, yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And then yeah. It was just like I wore it to, to their show was it this year it's like there's this
0: there's this old ben Folds song called uh every night Stevens' last night in town <laughs> and <laughs> like and it's such it's such a good song because it really is it's like everyone's known that guy you know who it's like oh let's party it's my last night in town it's like oh i'm sticking around another week you know <laughs> and that's how it feels when bands kind of do this where they have these constant like breakups and reunions it's like just leave already, please.
2: That's John Farnham's brief. <laughs> I also like that we've managed to bring in John Farnham and Ben Folds into an emo into an podcast. Emo bar, yes. We keep doing this. Um,
0: deal with it. We we like, like music. It, yeah, if you've it. got like if music. you've got a
2: band that's not emo and a little rogue, hit us up. We'll weave it in somehow. all yeah, right? we'll
0: work it in. Yeah. Hmm. Anyone else? Anyone else? Band the uh, show broke okay, up. Okay,
4: so I'm gonna say. Uh, no Well for Tomorrow, Coheed and Cambria. Uh, I'm not, I don't necessarily like that album. I think it's different. Like It's a little more upbeat, but it was like a natural end too. So do you know that like, he's based the albums off like the comic book series? Yeah. Right, series. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was kind of the end of that. The, like
1: That concept? Yeah,
4: that concept, yeah. those... Everything after that's just never been the same. Yeah. In my opinion. Well,
0: I, I'm with you because I kind of, uh, like, when it was in the midst of it, you kind of expected that when it ended that cycle, when he ended kind of the rock opera story he was telling, that <laughs> exactly. that, that would be. That'd that would be that. Yeah, but like right off into the sunset. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whereas their last record, which was what, like 2015? Yeah, it was all about his happy marriage yep. and his love for his wife. They why. did the Burt. They did the Burt they McCracken on it. We don't, don't care. You, yeah. We don't care that you're happy. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> right. actually this album, I'm no, going to go back. No, it's no, very emo. No, more. No, okay, emo. I'm putting a ban on the years. No, you oh, could never. Not on an emo podcast. Okay,
0: well, look, we've told you what we think, but... We want to know what you think. So we want you to hit us up and tell us what uh, album do you think certain bands should have ended on? Uh, Or maybe some bands. It should have been maybe two songs into recording their first album. They should have been like, you know what? This isn't working. Let's just put out these singles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, hit us up and uh, let us know. You know, we probably should give people some way to interact with us. You know, we'll figure Find it out later. Find us on MySpace. Just lean out, the, <laughs> lean out the window and yell, and maybe we'll hear you. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds
1: really good. Yeah, we've,
0: we've, we've got we've no set other words.
1: Get us we've, on MSN, MSN. MSN, MySpace. Hang well. um, Yeah. That's we've, right. we've set up some soup cans. There was was it string? Bebo?
2: I've got a,
0: I've got a live Bebo. journal going.
2: Um, what was that? A form spring? Yeah, you you
1: submit bullying.
2: Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, it I used to, to harass her. Sallys all the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. I never had it because I just knew. Mm. I was like, every day in high school is form spring. I don't need this. <laughs> Give them another outlet. No, no, no. And on that note, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it got very emo there. Well, okay, folks, should. hit us up with that, uh, and next week when we or next fortnight when we come to you with a question, we'll actually. Uh, we will actually also bring with it an email address that potentially y- you could actually hit us up at otherwise or a
4: home address just come visit me yeah, yeah come just me come maybe yeah maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe you
0: could send it by by mail you know yeah all um, school yeah uh send us send us a postcard uh but we'll give you some contact info next time in the meantime i guess if you just know one of us then tell us you probably do uh, if not, <laughs> Mom, ye- if not do you, you know if the you're Beatles listening to this yell at paid? your uh yell at your computer or something maybe we'll hear you i don't know it could work uh, Tom we'll
3: figure it out <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's all about space time. but uh, sending
0: messages. guys thank you very much for another thank you, cracking podcast thank you. and uh we will see you in two weeks.
3: Happy Baby. Halloween. <laughs>